Hello there, and welcome back to yet another episode of The World According to Aiden. Co-host Phil, how are you? Good. How are you today, Aiden? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling really hyped about this episode. I feel like um, I feel like there's a lot that could go well with this episode. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so Philip, as almost always, uh, he joins me again to discuss, once again, Bad Batch and trivia. Like, that's nothing new. Um, anyway... <laughs> Now some news first. You may, if you've been following the Star Wars calendar, be wondering how we'll balance both the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian. And to answer simply, we'll cover both in the same episode. We'll be back to preview the Mandalorian on Monday in a similar fashion to how we previewed the Bad Batch in January. Also, if any, if everything goes to plan, Philip and I will be joined by a new guest speaker to discuss the Mandalorian once it's come out, probably like next weekend. So... Uh, now, let's get started with this episode. How about? <laughs> uh, here's the synopsis for the latest episode of The Bad Batch, entitled Retrieval. After gearing up a speeder with the power uh, it would take to travel to the other half of the hemisphere, the Bad Batch travels south to a mining facility following o Omega's ingenious plan to track Gonky, the Bad Batch droid's signature. They reach the facility and sneak up on Gonky's capture. Uh, uh, captor, sorry. The person who had also stolen the Marauder, whose name we discover is Benny. Benny is one of the workers in the mining business. They subdue Benny, and he submits to them and is forced to help them retrieve the ship from his master, the boss of the mining facility, uh, an evil, inhumane Zygerian named Mako. The team stealthily make their way behind lines, and then they find an entry point. They make their way onto the ship. Uh, they make their way to finding the ship, which they discover is lacking a hyperdrive. In order to escape the hangar, Omega and Benny are tasked with getting the data from the command room to access control to the outer ray shield blocking the port's door. When in, con when in the control room, Benny and Omega discover the truth. Mako had been hiding the truth from the miners, that the mine's ipsium hadn't been degraded, and while the workers toiled in the mine, Mako had been feasting off of the spoils in secret. In order to secure a sustainable food ration, Benny turns in Omega, betraying them after seeming friendly, and alerts Mako and his guards that there are intruders. When Mako's when no sorry when Omega's life is put on the line, the Bad Batch surrender to Mako. After consideration, Benny reconsiders and takes sides with the Bad Batch. He reveals the truth about the non-degraded Ipsium to the other miners, and they too turn on Mako. Mako and his personal bodyguards, uh, bodyguard droids, fight back. In a, uh, and in the tussle, Mako slips and falls down the shaft into the uh, and, and plummets below. Uh, also, he perishes. <laughs> the Bad Batch <laughs> depart from Benny, who decides to keep mining with the other miners. Finally, the Bad Batch had retrieved their ship and were off. Now, looking at my notes, I realized I hadn't put in. They had also fixed the hyperdrive problem. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, man, Philip. How did you like this episode? Uh, I enjoyed it. It uh, definitely went together, went well with the um, last episode. I agree. Um, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. So I would like to point out at first, even though it was an assumption last time when we had, oh um, uh, yeah, what's his name, um, John Moore. How did I forget that? Yeah. It was an assumption. We thought the captor was a girl. It did look like a girl with the yeah. uh, helmet. It looked like hair, but it wasn't a girl because now we know that and, it was Benny. I think it, and it looked like feathers, but it wasn't feathers. It was hair. 
Yeah, it did. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> he reminded me of Ezra Bridger, if you get yeah, it. with the that's hairstyle. What, that's what Violet said. Yeah. I he reminded me yeah. both in attitude um and also in hairstyle that I mean it was different. Sure, his was purple and Ezra's was blue, but um Yeah. That was interesting. What else did you like? Um, I like the droids and how they got into the place. Yeah, were those were those new droids? Have we seen them before? Have I don't know. They look like a hodgepodge mix up of various kinds of droids, like it battle like... droid bodies with yeah some other kind, right with commando droid middles and something droid it, heads. It reminded me a bit of L three Lando's droid. Sort oh, of. other than her head's flat and R two ish. Yeah, yeah. There is and that, there's but... was like cylinders. There is yeah, more, like, more like IG eighty eight droids. I was kind of thinking the body, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, I thought it was interesting that the techno union had been involved in that mining business before Mako yeah. had arrived after the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I mean, it, it it makes sense, but yeah, um, almost wish I could know more about it. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Now, was there ever any point when watching the episode when you thought that maybe Benny might replace Echo? No, I just thought they might bring him with them. I was like, oh, great. Now they're going to get another kid. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I meant. But yeah, I felt like it was very early on when we saw him. I I was like, oh, my goodness. I bet he's going to join them, at least for a short time. And it didn't work out, which is kind of sad. I mean, I'd like to see somebody come on to make it. uh, What would it be? Five in the group. Again. Again with five. Um, But but it, it was okay. But I like Benny. Thought he was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing, though, is this is the tenth episode, and mm-hmm. Crosshairs only appeared once. It's kind of a big absence, and I mean, sure, he's working with the Empire, and we haven't covered that. I mean, we've covered that a bit, but he, um, I'm just kind of surprised by his absence. Yeah, I am kind of surprised by his absence, but that's probably leading up to what's going to happen later in the show. Yeah, there are still what six more episodes that he could be mm-hmm. in so there's still a lot that he could be in but there has been a lack seeing as how i am a crosshair fan <laughs> so um what else did you notice i have a negative um notice if if you don't have anything um what else did i notice i don't understand why they had a giant furnace right underneath the floor yeah, that didn't. In really that make middle sense. of the thing, mm-hmm. I, I got. I understood why they had the smokestack, but I didn't understand why they had just had this huge furnace right at the bottom of the floor. Yeah, it seems kind of in the dangerous. main room. Yeah, you know what's his name? Oh man, uh, yeah. Hunter. Hunter almost died, and so and yeah, it seems kind of. Died and... I mean, it's not a place that you would normally walk around, but um, unless you were guarding it, like the droid was, but yeah, um, or using that as an entry point. But um, yeah, I see what you mean. So for a negative thing that I had, it this is kind of silly and it's very little, mm-hmm. but I feel like, um, where did I have it? Um, well, okay. Basically, I thought it was kind of weak in that uh, how how Omega had discovered. Oh, she came up with the idea of tracking. Gonki's signature because I thought that like oh, um, Tech mm-hmm. just seemed like he would be like 
he would have found it before she would have like she he would have come up with the idea long before you know it seems kind of weak for her to come up with it before he did oh no i mean i can see your point i definitely do but um you see tech doesn't really seem to regard gonky that much neither none of the other ones really seem to think much of gonky because they think you know he's just a droid but omega seems to like gonky a lot more than all the rest of them that is true, but then there was the part when he, they, the Bad Batch as a whole oh, yeah. kind of emphasize how they value Donkey yeah, when saving donkey. him. But yeah, you do have a point in that Tech probably had a lesser uh, respect and kind of didn't identify like, him and, as much as Omega might have. Yeah, like in the one where Hunter in, um, and uh, Opper and War Mantle in mm-hmm. season one. Um, Hunter says, you know, he's defective and that he would never work. Yeah. Yeah, there is that point. He's defective. He's not as good as they would normally come. Well, his power cells don't work. Yeah. Yeah, so he's not. Why wouldn't they replace him? Is it that nostalgic value? I don't know. Loving him. I think because he's just messed up like them. And also, Wrecker just uses him to lift stuff. It's not like they're using him for power all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Mm. Um, but, um, what's another thing? I have a lot more. So, okay. Yeah. Mako. Okay. Mako. Yeah. Have we ever seen in, uh, I, I'll say overweight Zygarian before? This is their only uh, second, this is only their second appearance in the Bad Batch, by the way. Yeah. I don't think, I don't he think was so. a Zygarian, right? I'm pretty sure he was a Zygarian. Uh, I think probably, I think he was. His ears really look like it. Too much. I really wasn't paying too much attention. I was kind of trying to figure out what he was. I thought he was either a Zagarian or some or something other else. thing. Yeah, I kind of yeah. settled on Zagarian because I couldn't figure anything else out. Um, yeah, because he, really he does have, look like, like one. Yeah, but he didn't really have like the ears, like the. Yeah, he did have those I things in was, the back of his head. I though. thought he was more like a Zabrak, but yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, the Zabrak. Yeah. Okay, something that sort of irritates me is that even though this planet the Bad Batch have been on is now oh, featured yeah. in two episodes, they still haven't they given never, out its name. Yeah, they never. Do you said think at this name. point they'll have it out on StarWars.com, or is this just going to go as an unnamed planet? Eventually, someone somewhere will give it a name. <laughs> we could give it a and name. We... <laughs> um, planet the desert. Uh, Aiden, the desert no. planet. <laughs> <laughs> the desert planet that has no name. <laughs> yeah. The desert, dangerous uh, planet with gorges and lightning and Ipsium. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a long name. Anyway. Oh, also. We call uh, it we... Itscalium. Yeah, yeah. Call it that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we see new rations and an yes. kebab. Uh, sort they of look thing. like. Oh, yeah. I was definitely fascinated by all his food. I know. And how it he was, was just like gorging it out. Wow. It looks kind of more like regular food slash not regular food. And then their ration bars look like chocolate bars. Yeah. They, oh, they did. They look like the um, candies with the golden tickets in them. The chocolate yeah. candies from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then there was the other weird food that um, Benny picked up off of the floor of the Marauder. That was a ration Dusty. bar. Yeah, that was a ration bar. But it looked, oh, man, it looked weird. <laughs> yeah. not something that I, w- I would want to eat if I picked it up <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> no, not that I normally go around picking things off the ground and eat them. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it didn't look very um attractive. 
But I guess if you're starved, you would have to eat mm-hmm. it. Um, have we ever seen Mako's bodyguard droid type before? Oh, yeah, we already talked about it. We that. already talked about it. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, okay, another thing. Mako's arm. Wonder what happened to it. That's an interesting arm. Yeah. Uh, he had a one. robot arm. Yeah. It had the a weird fingers. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened to it. I wonder if it was lost in the mines, like it's some mining accident, or maybe there's like a deeper yeah. story to it. But I don't know. I had no idea. It's interesting, definitely. Uh, yeah, I felt like how at the end, it felt mm-hmm. sort of like a follow-up to the last episode when Tech spoke kindly to Omega. Oh, giving yeah. her encouragement yeah. at the end. It felt kind of like a follow-up, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of that last episode. Oh, we just go around helping people we can and there's more than just the empire being mean to people it's yeah there's more of us as well the kids yeah there's more good people like us yeah which is nice it was interesting yeah. his, more of his new or not new but more of his enhanced uh, maturity <laughs> um mm-hmm. character building yeah it was also interesting seeing mako's sort of partial anger towards benny for bringing in a ship that was so valuable when he brought in the Marauder mm-hmm. that it would seem suspicious that in his last, in his not last words, in his words, it was specially modified and mm-hmm. would need to be sold part by part. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, I just thought that that was interesting um, that he would. It is. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah. What else did you um, like or not like? <laughs> I know they mind. Ipsium, and of course they discovered that the mine was not dry even though the other mines were definitely dry on like the north side of the planet yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah um i kind of thought that it would have been more interesting if mako had old battle droids but i guess they decided that, that would be using battle droids too much yeah it would they have been it would have made more sense to use battle droids because yeah. yeah the the um Techno Union had been there before, so could have picked yeah. picked them up, um, rewired the them, choice. yeah, um, like so many other people have so far, rewiring them and using them for their own purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I thought it was that's just my another thing. I kind of was like, eh, it yeah, yeah. I am glad they didn't like make Benny have the force. That would have just been weird. Oh, that would have been horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been interesting, but yeah, no, not great. Yeah. <laughs> And then we also get um, sort of new characters' names from the miners. I can't remember. There were three that we heard. I yeah. There's Drake. He's probably the yeah. second most um, noticeable one. But then there were a couple others that had approached uh, the Bad Ooh. Batch when they were fixing their Marauder, the Marauder, putting in the new hyperdrive. can't remember their names. But, yeah, I thought it was interesting, the different people that they had working there and then also their tactics were the i mean the tactics that mako used oh, yeah. um where if you wanted food or uh, a sustainable amount of food you would mm-hmm. have to really bring in the spoils and collect a lot in the mines or else you would have to everybody would have to share from the same bowl except for the uh prize winner who did yeah. the best for the rotation or month or whatever time he had designated um mm-hmm. so that that was and then behind his closed door he sat there and ate a ton of food i know and then he ate a ton i was kind of like i was kind of like hey nobody else ever thinks thinks us one thing number one you guys should look a whole lot more starving to death if you're only eating out of one bowl of soup i know two 
<laughs> number two, <laughs> no one's like, hey, how are you so fat if the mine is failing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. If the mine is failing, how are you sustaining your bolt? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it did seem like if they went that long without getting any food, they would be a lot more than just be like sitting there and being like, I'm starving oh, at the table. I'm so hungry. At that point, <laughs> I'd be attacking for food. Yeah, they'd be fighting each other or killing each other and eating each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what would you rate this episode so far as opposed uh, to the rest of the season? I'd give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, I would give it a... A six or seven, I think I'll go with a seven because it was it was good. I like seeing Benny. Um, it was good, but it wasn't like super good. I mean, what yeah. really made it good was that it tied in with the last one. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, though, well, I forgot to touch on was that um, Sid's efforts, if she made any efforts, came all to nothing because yeah. she they didn't even end up needing her. Because I yep. wonder if she actually sent out people to retrieve them or it never came in time the help never came in time or if she like just never did anything and they'll never know because they broke out on their own so unless they go back and ask her and ask her yeah well there's that <laughs> yeah uh that could be uh, in my opinion i think that could be one of the ways in which they could have assumed that sid was nice and would have sent mm. them help but she didn't and they'll they would just never know because perhaps they could never ask her. And that could just be one of the links in which they didn't know because of their own expertise that Sid really wasn't going to help them out in the end. But yeah. Has there ever been a good Zygerian? <laughs> I was just thinking. Uh, no. I don't think there ever has been. They're They've only been in the shows. Or... Yeah. They've only been in the um animated shows and i can't remember there ever being a good one because they've been in clone wars, clone wars. Batch now what else have they been in i think that's it are they in rebel i don't think they were in rebels no they weren't in rebels pretty sure they weren't um but yeah i thought they yeah were just they weren't in resistance movie. or were no, they, they were they part of that pirate crew in resistance Pretty sure they weren't. There were some interesting species in the yeah. They're uh, the same thing as Eris Singh, even though I think she died. There were these two pirates that like died in it, like several times in one season in Resistance, but they still came back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, those guys died in the last one. <laughs> yeah. So if there's nothing else that we should touch on before we finish up. Um, or not finish up. We still have trivia time, so yeah. I think we should move on to that. No? Sure. Okay. All right. You can go first today if you have any. All right. When was Ord Montel mentioned in the Skywalker saga? A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, The Force Awakens, or The Empire Strikes Back? In the video game, right? No. Sorry. Oh. The, that's what they call the all nine movies. Oh, all nine movies. Oh, it's mentioned in one of the movies. Oh. Mm hmm um i thought you meant the video game for a second I'd be like oh i could probably no. answer that because i played the game um i need to do a review on that <laughs> at some point um <clears throat> yes well i have never played it you never oh. played it so i'll have to find somebody else but yeah be looking yeah. for that maybe sometime soon we'll do it uh spoiler alert <laughs> um let me think uh really don't know i'm just gonna go with 
A New Hope. Eh. The Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. Oh, okay. So what point what point uh, did they talk about it? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. But you'll probably be able to mention this one. Who mentions running into a bounty hunter on Ord Mantell? Luke Skywalker and R2-D2, the Mandalorian and Grogu, Obi-Wan and Anakin, Hansel and Chewbacca. Hmm. Uh, what was the first one again? Luke Skywalker and R2-D2. Um, no, it's not them. Uh, let me think. I'm going to go with the Luke Skywalker one. Or did I already say that? Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. with that one. Okay. Nope, it was Han Solo and Chewbacca. They say that oh, when okay. they're the Millennium Falcon at the beginning of the movie when... Uh, actually, no, he says it... I think he says it twice. I think he says it once when he sees the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo, and then the other time when he's walking with Princess Leia through the ice caves on Hoth. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Huh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yet another thing I don't know. <laughs> so, question number one for me, I have, I think, five. Uh, what species... Um, prominently spits paralyzing poison. Uh, I'm going to be so surprised if you get this one. <laughs> the, the, um, all right. Uh, what is that one called? Um, Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park. Nope. Yeah, 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 I know. I, know. I was I like, know. wait, what? I when I heard Jurassic Park, I was like, what? <laughs> no, the species name, too. the species name is Shada Oob. Uh, the prime I example, know. I know, I didn't know that until yeah. a little earlier. The prime example of the species, though, is uh, Rapper Tooney from Jabba's Palace, one of the musicians. He's oh. like, he's small, he sits on a pedestal kind of thing. Oh, and, that little guy? Yeah, that little guy. Yeah. He's very, there are so many different interesting little species in Java's bones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Question number two Who is Queen Amidala's predecessor? Oh, it was uh, King uh, Jamal. No, it, it was King Varuna, actually. Oh, Varuna. I'd never, I know she, <laughs> I knew she, her successor was like Queen. Yeah, it's it was a 13 year old. Clone Wars. It was a 13 year old kid, right? Who uh, queen after her? I don't I don't think she was. She's in Attack of the Clones. Okay. And then there's another one after her, which is in Clone Wars. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the one that you see um when Padme is going to her grave on Naboo in the third movie. I think um, that's another one too. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> the 13 year old one. That was what I was thinking of that that one. Yeah. Interesting. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what did the Ewoks think C-3PO to be? A warrior, a poet, a droid, a god. A god. Yeah. That was, that was a good I one. Just put it, inter- I just put it in the uh, easy one. That's all I had. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's You had some really good ones. Um, so, okay. I have, uh, I think, three more. So, uh, what oh, okay. is unique about Sly Moore? Emperor Palpatine's staff aide. Uh, slide more. Oh, she's an Umbarian, so she can see in ultraviolet light. Yep. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, she sees only in uh, ultraviolet light because she's Umbarian. You can sort of see how that would work if you look closely at her eyes because they're, they're purplish and they have a little bit of red in them. It just seems like it would work perfectly with ultraviolet light. Uh, I also yeah. told you that the Umbarians saw an ultraviolet light 
I remember for one of my trivia questions in the last episode. In the la- oh late. my goodness, I, <laughs> I am sorry. Oh my goodness, That's okay. Yeah. I don't listen to these episodes over again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes I listen to parts, but yeah, I don't listen to this podcast much. <laughs> mm. um, okay, two more. What method does the first order use to train their pilots? First order. Um, they use. Um, I think they use. Uh, what is it called? A simulator. Well, what they and use. They yeah, basically it's a simulator. I didn't have that in my answer, but yeah, it's basically a simulator. They train them on their Star Destroyers as opposed um, to the special training facilities like the ones the Empire used, uh, like yeah. the ones we saw in Rebels um, that yeah. Sabine visited. Yeah, you can also see uh, First Order pilots like Tam Revora from Resistance uh, being uh-huh. trained on them in yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Resistance. They trained them on their actual Star Destroyers instead of... yeah. yeah. Which seems more basis. efficient, but yeah. um, not as interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm kind of curious. Do you actually know, I should probably know this, but do you know why they don't train them on the Empire's old facilities? Are they just broken down or they just aren't Mostly because they're in the outer rim. They're, they're either in the outer rim where the Empire didn't have as many facilities like that, or they are in the unknown region so they don't have any of them that could the be rebels it, yeah. took them all back or you know pirates or they broke down yeah, or yeah. got blown up or whatever yeah 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 okay <clears throat> let me see uh what is the second fastest ship in star wars behind the millennium falcon an imperial star destroyer actually it I, i'm not sure how to say this correctly remember. but it's the karoon spike karen spike Oh, the Kyrian Spike, the Kyrian Moff Tarkins. Yeah, that's ship. his personal. I thought ship. of that because the, yeah. the thing I think after that it's a Star Destroyer. Yeah, I found it it's supposed to be really, really fast. Yeah, even though they don't look like it. At first, really I thought it was a T sixty five X wing, and then I was like, eh, no, it can't be that. And I looked it up again. Yeah. And it was no. <laughs> um, yeah, interestingly, on that same list, um, number fifteen on fastest in Star Wars was Slave One. Which is interesting. I can only oh. remember first was first was Millennium Falcon, second was um, Karian Karian Spike. They usually tell you how fast they go. I think a lot of the clone troopers, uh, a lot of the starfighters are faster than huh. I think Slave One. Yeah, it, it makes they are. sense that they would be. Slave One's not very fast, but yeah, yeah. a droid. I know like Vulture droids are fast, and mm. so were like droid tri fighters. And then, yeah. of course, like the Z95 Headhunters. Yeah. Supposed to be the best. And Jedi Interceptors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not very quick, but you can tell why it might be 15th on the list. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll just say, because I really haven't been sourcing my trivia in the past, because sometimes I've come up with it on my own. And then sometimes there's been circumstances like this in which I found them online. So I'll just say that. Um, Today, my sources that I used are from both the Star Wars character encyclopedia book. I believe it is the uh, second to newest edition, so it's dated. It doesn't include the ninth movie um, or Rogue One or anything like that. I heard there was a new one that came out, right? So it would probably be. I I thought I did, but I haven't haven't read it yet. I've only read the one you were talking about. 
Okay, yeah, because I'm the one I'm talking about came out, I think, around 2015. 2015-18, yeah, something like that. It Because the one I... Because it's got about the other only, newer movies, right? Yeah, it's got the... Well, it's got... um, It's only got the Force Awakens, so it's probably the, the 2015 version. Anyway, oh, that was... I've seen... I've seen it. There must be another one after that, which goes all the way to 2018. And yeah, I think uh, there is a new one. I've seen newer ones. Yeah, I've I've seen that one. Just saying the one I did was outdated. But anyway, Uh, yeah, I uh, used that book, which is really helpful sometimes. And I also found online sources. Um, So, yeah, not not always my creation. Um, My mock. (laughs) That's a Lego (laughs) term, though. (laughs) So, Yeah. 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 So is there anything else we should go over? Anything that we forgot to talk about from um, the Bad Batch latest episode. As far, yeah, as far as episodes go, it didn't have anything like super, you know, cool or, you know, new. Yeah, you I know. would agree. It didn't. I mean, it was interesting seeing the whole um, facility in the southern half uh, yeah. of the hemisphere. But yeah, there wasn't. Really it didn't have like any cool. like super cool guns or spaceships or yeah. spears or. I would agree on that note. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, then. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of The World According to Aiden. We'll be back, like I already said, on Monday and then a week from now. And, boy, we'll have a lot to talk about. It's going to be really difficult covering The Mandalorian on Monday because there's going to be a lot of really long synopses. Synopses, how you say both of them together. It's going to be really mm-hmm. long, and we'll have a lot to talk about. So, um, and then of course there's the guest speaker next week that might be coming on. So see y'all next time until then you can leave us, uh, reviews on Apple podcasts or send them in a question to be answered on the show to AidenCMPass at gmail.com. On that note though, I will say really quickly, please leave worded reviews. I have not gotten uh, any since I gave the shout outs for the three who have left reviews for us. Uh, worded so please leave us a worded review we really appreciate uh what do you have to say as long as it's positive please don't leave us negative reviews <laughs> um mm, so i mean if through critical reviews we can yeah yeah we, we will read them we will say them we will give you a shout out but we will not appreciate it so but yeah uh any and all um are welcome i guess just not don't make it super super negative if you have anything to negative to say. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time. See you guys. Keep it cool. May the force be with you. <laughs>